We're going to know real shortly about what is going to happen to health insurance premiums for those people who are not Medicare eligible. Those rates are going to be approved and be going to be public, public information for the most part in the coming days. Now, I thought what we would do is we take a look at this New York Times article because this year we're supposed to have transparency on pricing for hospitals. And the New York Times, one of the followers pointed out this very interesting article, and we'll take a look at it here. So I've not seen what these actual numbers are, and we'll just take a look. Price of an MRI at Massachusetts General. And you can see very, very different prices for the same procedure at Massachusetts General, depending on the carrier. And now another example, colonoscopy at Beaumont Hospital, Royal Oak, which is suburban Detroit. And you can see a pretty large difference in price. And finally, Baylor Medical in Dallas, X-ray, again, quite different. Does this matter to you? And is there anything that you can really do about it? The answer to that is no, because of the very, very complicated soup, which is the doctors and hospitals, services and insurance companies. So basically what you don't see inside of your health insurance contract is the fact that each one of the services is basically negotiated line item by line item. And you can see the wide variety of price. And that's really your takeaway here. Now, it's still my recommendation. And it's more important in the individual market than it even is in the Medicare market, which is that you got to try to do your best to try to make sure that your particular doctors and hospitals take your particular plan. When we've given guidance to people in the individual health insurance market, that's always our first stop. And it's very important because in some locations, they only have HMOs where you need to absolutely have the primary care physician provide, you know, the referrals. Basically, the primary care physician plays the role of a point guard. Now, this, the reason I say that this is such a complicated soup is because even the insurance companies and the doctors and hospital systems can be in disagreement in the sense that certain insurance companies don't want to pay X dollars to the hospital for some procedure, and the two just simply cannot agree. Anecdotally, without, you know, and maybe it's just me, because, you know, I'm a nerd. But you can see headlines like the following. And you can see just a simple example here. Anthem Blue Cross and Dignity Health contract negotiation could impact your insurance plan. Absolutely the case. And this goes under the umbrella of things you can't really control. But you need to be aware of where you live and how this kind of thing can affect you. Because in this particular example, if Dignity Health and Anthem, if the controversy between them continues, and now all of a sudden Dignity Health, a hospital system, 
stops being an in-network inside of Anthem, and you were under the idea that you chose Anthem because of its superior network, things can go wrong. Before we get to the Medicare update, I thought to point out this community. It's a closed community here on Facebook. It's called the Maximizer Medi Your Medicare Community, something that you can see here. I'll have the link in the text below the video. So this is a closed community. And for those persons who want to keep up to date on the comings and going and issues that affect Medicare and therefore possibly your benefits or your plan, you'll want to join here. The reality is, the candid reality is, too many headlines for me to possibly comment on all of them. Sometimes I'm just leaving updates for persons just so they keep in touch. It's also a place where your friends can see that you've liked something. So be sure to go here, look at the posts and be sure to like them. Because when you do, then what can happen is other people will see that you've liked a post to provide them with information that they may need. Now I can realize, you know, and the reason that I have this out here and really the reason for all of the publicly available resources that I provide for free is candidly speaking, lots of your friends or your siblings, your parents, your grandparents, they're supposed to be asking questions. They don't know where to start to ask. It's a very important time of the year. It's already the end of August, which is all sorts of crazy. Beginning in September, you're going to start getting something called ANOC, which is annual notice of change. Now, this may seem like an annoying piece of paper, right? But really, it's quite important. It is one of the documents that I tell people to be sure to at least read. Because what the carriers are required to do for both Part D, standalone prescription plans, as well as Medicare Advantage plans, is they're required to show you in columns basically what is happening in 2021 and compare it to what's happening in 2022. Reality is, is that, for example, formularies can change if you're in Part D. If you have a deductible, the deductible can change. That's going to be the case for the standard Part D plan. So as a result, these ANOC documents are important. Now, I know, I know. People like to take these, throw them in the garbage bin. I don't suggest this because that line item that you found important, whether that be the embedded dental envision, might be important to you and may be better in 2022. That's not to call this perfect, right? Because it's still going to be a challenge to compare all of the plans against each other. There's not a really great way to compare every line item and its effect on you. So as a result, Again, the free service to vet this for you. We're very busy. That's going to be coming up on October 15th, which is now crazily less than two months away. We're going to know all the details to all the plans 
at the very beginning of October. There's a reason that I set Medicare ABCs at the first segment right at the beginning of this video to tell you about October 2nd. I will be giving people a sneak peek from various locations around the country on changes to plans. And not only that, but giving simple examples of how enhanced benefits packages are going to be changing. I can't talk to them now. There are regulations against releasing those details. The carriers can also not release those details to you yet. All of that is coming up soon. At any rate, don't throw away your, your annual notice of change documents. At least take a look and see if you could be affected. Whether it be here on YouTube, podcast, newsletter, I'm trying to provide as much high quality information so that you can have the comfort of the fact that Medicare isn't a mystery. The rules are in your favor right from the beginning. The options unlimited right from the beginning, entirely in the buyer's favor. Under the idea that entirely presumes that you understand the rules. Now that brings you up to a line, okay? However, it doesn't cross the line to the point where you are actually executing. And that's the point for why I've been creating these little examples and why I've been had this other video to say, do it yourself doesn't work. Because nowhere in the book am I telling you, oh, just go ahead and do it for yourself. That, I, that is not what I've said, right? Because there are many places where actual practical administrative missteps can happen. And the number of different sources for those missteps is not unlimited, but there are many opportunities for screw-ups. So today's example is just one from uh, a client who's called Linda. She is retiring, but she's not retiring precisely at 65 years old. She's waiting two months after the month that she turned 65. So, pretty subtle. Very subtle, actually. The reality is, is if you just roll up to Social Security Administration at the last moment, you're going to have another month delay. You are. Because that's the way that enrolling for Part B works. So the reality is, because of the fact that she's enrolling two months, she wants her Part B to start two months after the month she turned 65. So let's just, I'll just give you an example of it. So let's just say it's June. She doesn't want to retire in June. She wants to retire in August. So the crazy thing here is I've known this and said, look, we still need to in, apply for part B early. And the reason, and by early, I mean three months prior to August 1st, meaning that window opened for her on May 1st. No problem. Part A is already active because she, she 
was enrolled. She enrolled herself in Part A, which is okay. She was entitled to do so at no premium. That is advisable. Murphy's Law stuff happens. And Part A would be secondary for those, for those two months if, in fact, she had inpatient hospitalization. That's all clear and you know, very straightforward. Could there have been other approaches? Could she have delayed A and B? Yes. But since A has no premium, it would be fine. No issue there. The question's part B, right? Because part B, she can delay for these two months because she's covered from health insurance, number one. Number two, she's still in her annual election, her initial election period. Very, very clear. She can have her start date start two months after she turns 65, meaning not June 1, but August 1. Absolutely no problem. That is her entitled right. Absolutely. And now the difficulty. There's a separate form for Part B alone. I guide persons, you know, we guide persons through that process. She doesn't, in this case, need the employer form. Why? Because she's in, in her initial election period. There isn't that need. The form is not required. She goes to the Social Security Administration and says, okay, well, here's my form to enroll in Part B in August. She goes on May 15th. Totally fine. Totally fine. The issue is Social Security Administration person says, no, you actually have to file a month somewhere in the month prior, meaning July. I can't take this form. I'm going to hold it in my file. <laughs> that, that, that creates all sorts of problems. So first of all, the first fact is not correct. Okay. We've handled this exact situation with other locations at Social Security, meaning not that particular where this Linda lives. There are many other communities in the United States and they don't all go to one spot. We've helped them file that part B alone without incident. No problem. We simply notated on the form, etc. We followed through, we made sure the facts got there, etc., etc. We have a date and timestamp. We're fine. That's our no normal procedure. However, this person, Linda, gets told, you, I'm going to hold your application until the month prior. That would have created a Part B enrollment delay. That's a problem. So that she wanted to enroll in August. But if the person had, wait, had said, I'm just going to keep your form until July. The actual start date wouldn't have been until September. Because when you enroll in Part B, after the month that you turn 65, there is this delay. So now, because of the fact the Social Security Administration person told them something wrongly, told Linda wrongly, the ripple effect is a second one, which is the Part B date will not be August 1. 
that would have, in theory, left her uncovered for August, something that she did not intend. Murphy's Law is a law, right? It's not Murphy's guess, right? It's a law because of the number of times that exactly the wrong things happen at the worst possible time. Well, there's one. And you've lived on the planet. This person, Linda, has lived on the planet to 65. She gets it. She doesn't want to have this. Wait. Now, somebody could easily have said to me, well, Jay, why don't we just, why didn't she enroll on June 1st for 65 and then just double pay? Persons on Irma. Highly paid person. She would have paid Five, more than $500 a month because she's in the highest bracket of Irma. Times two, that's $1,000 of extra payment when she already has health insurance from an employer. So yeah, she's well paid. That doesn't mean she wants to light $1,000 on fire. Because of the misinformation from the Social Security Administration person, that could have been the outcome. And yet she also doesn't want to be uncovered for this month. That's the point of why I make these little examples of do-it-yourself doesn't work. Even if you have the facts right. You've read Maximize Your Medicare. You've watched all 170-odd videos here on the channel. You've listened to 170 podcasts on the Maximize Your Much More Than Medicare podcast. That doesn't mean that crossing the finish line, right, won't have hiccups, missteps, 